Welcome, Nikki, to the Laughing Monkey Music Show. How are you doing? I'm doing great. How about you? Doing good. Doing good. Finally caught up. And after our big vacations and our holidays. Yeah. Uh, did you have a good holiday? I did. We drove out to Texas to see our families and just did a little road trip. Super simple. Just stayed inside, chilled. You know. Nice. Nothing, nothing crazy. A now, good are you, are you from Texas, too? I am. Yeah, uh -huh. I'm about 45 minutes south of Dallas, kind of middle okay. of nowhere. So, yeah, it doesn't nice. seem to stop people from becoming uh, rock stars. It's the middle of nowhere. Sometimes it encourages them to break uh, free. Yeah, it makes you, uh, yeah, it makes you want to move out and do something. There was nowhere to, to play music when I lived there. So we had to drive up to Dallas or, you know, about an hour away to play anything. Wow. Or to see it, really. Did you... um? So you started playing guitar. How old were you? I was when you first started. Wow. Fourteen. Yeah. So my parents were both into metal and rock. So I grew up on that. And yes. uh, you know, my dad had bought me a guitar when I was younger because he played too. He was in a band when I was younger, but I didn't really pick it up until I was fourteen. So I had it kind of sitting there until I got over my. Let me just say my Backstreet Boys phase. So. Is something wrong. There's no guilty music. I, I I believe every type of music. I I just saw the Bee Gees uh, documentary. So good. You know, yeah, I love Pantera. So, you gotta love everything. There's no guilty music. Exactly. Exactly. I kind of range. You know, I've got a wide range, but yeah. So love everything. It's music. You know? Me too. I, oh, so when we'll I go back to the Backstreet Boys. <laughs> yeah, Backstreet Boys. It kind of already went down. Um, so when I first started really playing and getting into music, it was kind of the emo. The emo years. Uh, wow. Stuff on top of the older stuff. So it was Avenged Sevenfold was coming up with City of mm -hmm. Evil. I got into their Waking the Fallen album before that. So that really got me into, you know, a lot of the lead guitar and uh, the heavier stuff. So I was listening to Avenged Sevenfold, Atreyu, Papa Roach was one of my favorite bands. So their energy on stage was so much yep. fun. And so it was it was like the emo years and, and, uh, you know, bullet for my Valentine and all that kind of stuff. So yeah, I had the black wow. hair, you know, the, the eyebrow piercing and I was, I was the total goth kid. So yeah. Actually, yeah, I saw a picture of you with black hair online. You, uh, mm -hmm. it looks good on you. It works. It works with your skin tone. I sometimes think that and then I'm like, Ooh, that was, that was scary. I'm naturally a, huh. Just a light brown, so. Oh, no, I think because you know, sometimes your skin color is weird. It doesn't match when you change your hair color. Yeah. So, it's amazing. So, so you actually went Iron Maiden. So uh, that's a, quite a jump from going old school, huh? Yeah. I I mean, I grew up listening to Maiden too because I said my dad was in a band and my parents both listened to it. So um, I would go jam with my dad and his band sometimes and they'd be like, learn Flight of Icarus or learn this or learn Wasted Years or whatever. And I would kind of listen to whatever songs they had downloaded onto their computer yeah. at the time. And I would just go through, it'd be like, you know, Iron Maiden and ACDC, Megadeth, whatever you could think of. So when I, if you go back, I don't know if these videos are up anymore, but I had a, a couple of my early YouTube videos, you'd see a killer's poster on the wall behind me. And I think I even played Two Minutes to Midnight or something. And so I know when I first started, um, when I first played with the girls, with the maidens, I remember they asked me if I even liked maiden. I'm like, of, co 
course. That's, you know, that was a big influence on my guitar playing growing up, you know, so luckily, luckily I got into a tribute band that I actually loved and that I'd listened to since I was young. Your dad must have cried a little bit of a tear when you called him and said, dad, guess what? He, he drove, we didn't used to play Texas much. And the first time that I played Texas with the girls, it was in El Paso, which Texas is huge. And it was a nine hour drive, but my dad drove from Dallas to El Paso to see our show there. What are they, Dad? Yeah, they they have a lot of fun when they cut our, go to our shows. That is, that is really great. It's, you have a, it's a good, it's actually a really good band there too. You got a lot of good members in the band that are done a lot of different stuff. Yeah. Um, all of them. I mean, Linda, thank you. Was it Phantom Blue? Uh huh. Oh, she's a killer drummer. She's she is so ridiculous. Much- yeah, I had a cassette of Phantom Blue when I was in high school. So, no, oh, really? actually, a little, little high school, actually. Yeah, but yeah, oh, yeah. Yeah, I'd she's like, so. incredibly talented. And I, she's pretty much the, the one who helped kind of found the band. So, yeah. So, luckily, now, that. How do you guys set that up? Like, for, for, for shows before COVID and practice, like, how do you guys decide a set list and stuff? How is that? Linda actually decides the set list. So she kind of keeps, cause there's a lot of cities that we play for the first time. So we'll kind of mm-hmm. play a great set. And for the return cities, like there's a couple cities where we've gone, you know, a ton of times. She keeps track of every time that we go in every song we play. So she changes it up. We usually keep, um, we'll keep like the big, huge hits, like, you know, the trooper years in for every show, but she'll go and she'll make sure we change it out. And we're constantly trying to learn new songs to, to make it interesting, keep people coming back. How often were you guys out playing be- before before this happened? I'm sorry? How often were you guys playing before this uh, happened? Um, you know, last, well, um, last year we had a lot of shows lined up, unfortunately, and they all got, they keep getting pushed off, but we got to where we were touring, I mean, it was at least every, almost every weekend. It seemed like as soon as we'd get home, there was no point in unpacking the suitcase because it'd just be like, all right, we're going back out this weekend. Um, we got to where we would go to Europe once or twice a year for about a month at a time. Um, we were going yeah, last year. We're supposed to go in April, but I don't know if, you know, with everything going on, how that's going to happen. But yeah, yeah we, we got to where we were on the road a lot. Well, well, the reason why I ask that, it, A, because, you know, it's just interesting, but like with Patrick, when I talk to him, um, I'm like the balancing of bands. I ever talk to artists, they have like five different projects. I'm like, who calls who? Who texts who? Who's, and everyone's in a different time zone. How's everyone figuring out? Because no, no one lives in the same state anymore. It's in the same band, you know? People yeah. live like literally in the other, like other countries now. Yeah, that's luckily so for us, we all live in the same, we all live in the LA area, but... Okay. Some of us are more scattered than than others. No, that's so, a little closer than 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 most. Yeah, but we still it's almost impossible to get us all together with you know everybody's got their own things going on. But we leave that to the bookie and then they make sh- they get it all together. How does that work out when you, you guys do anything with um the other band that you guys are in together? That's a bit of a challenge too, since Patrick is in Lita, the, right? He's always out on the road with Lita. So before this, all this happened, you know, whenever we both had uh, some time off, we'd try and make it happen in that weekend or, you know, whatever time it was. So it's just, you know, if we see something open, I'll tell my booking agent, okay, blacking this out, 
I never usually black out dates except for like super important family things or for other shows, but you know, we try, try our best to make it happen. Oh, it's a really good band. I mean, it, 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 you have a really good problem on some level because Iron Maidens is a good band. Lita Ford is a good band. I mean, so those are two nice gigs right there. Oh, you, you yeah. want, as, as a musician, those are just nice, sweet gigs. And then you have this band, but the band's really good and you guys are all so talented. And, and then even when you guys do your little acoustic things, you'll unplug. So yeah. good. Thank you. Yeah, we're trying to keep busy, trying to keep, you know, I love doing original music. So it's it's a kind of a breath of fresh air. I love playing Maiden and everything, but I love doing the original stuff too. So, you know, just keeps it, especially now since we can't go out and play shows, you know, it's, it's all about, you know, kind of doing all the originals at the what moment. What are you guys doing now? Are you guys, what projects are you recording? Are you doing a bunch of different things? Yeah, kind of. We're always doing a million different things. Um, we actually have, we're doing a couple of our little couch jams that we do, but we're doing yep. original this time. So no, no covers for right now, but we have a million covers in mind that we do want to do. So we're going to do an original Heaven Below one and an original of mine. And we're trying to work on new music too. So just try and get some new tunes going for Heaven Below and myself. So, yeah, I, it, it could be hard because I, 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 like I like your original stuff, but man, you guys do some really great covers. Like the covers, the, the covers album, the double CD. Yeah, I, I really love that. And, and what, I, what I think the best part is when the songs end, they'll go uh -huh. into a different, a different part of another song. Little, 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 little nods to other versions of the songs in the other songs mixed in. Yeah, are really great. Are really kind of fun. Even yeah. the cover songs chosen, like um, the Motley Crue song, I, I'd never thought I'd hear it being covered that song. Right. See, they had pretty much, well, Patrick had almost finished the album by the time I started uh, getting involved with the band. But I, the ones I played on, you know, were, I just started singing on a lot of them. Um, so I think the second album is stuff that was all previously released a lot, you know, throughout the band's whole career. Mm -hmm. So I know I've gone back and I'm like, oh, this is awesome. You know, listening to everything. I'm like, I didn't even know, you know, you covered it. So yeah, it's pretty crazy. Listen, listen to the first one and the second one, but then go do that rest of the albums are really good too. What about solo stuff for you? What do you got out there? Well, I've got my EP right now and I've got a little uh, bonus disc to that. Um, with my stuff, I have something coming up later this week that I just found out that I can't say right now um but i'm just working on new stuff still trying to get a full length going with, you know i'm home so i can finally do it was it was difficult getting my ep done because i've been saying i was going to do it for forever so and i had never tried singing before and i you know i didn't what? i was i never now patrick really helped me with the singing and bringing that out and it was something i always wanted to do um, but I just was like, you know what? I'm just going to try it. If it doesn't work, people you don't sing like, like you've been singing for years. Like you, you really like have a really good voice. Like I'm, like I'm, I'm really, I'm just, I'm actually gobstocked. I can't believe that. Cause I'm like, it's a, uh, me and my family would always do karaoke at home. <laughs> Lots of karaoke and, and singing, you know, with my guitar when I was younger, but I finally was like, you know what? I have a passion for singing. I love to write. So when I got that, my uh ep finally going um it was hard to get it all done because like you said between 
doing the heaven below stuff and doing the make and the Lita stuff and Patrick helped produce my vocals and everything on that. It was, you know, it took a while to finally get that going, but it was totally worth it. So you have to, you had to do a long, yeah, you had to do an album out. This is the time too. I think finally, finally women in rock. And I was saying that to Patrick, there's so few out there. I mean, now it's changing a little bit, but but back, it was like Lita and Doro. There's a few other bands, like, you know, I'm not trying to leave anybody out, but the point is the market was just all dudes. Yeah. Finally changed. And now things are starting to change a little bit and and the media is different and the internet's totally different. A lot more female guitarists are out there. A lot of album dropping, getting success. It's not yeah. just having, it's not uh, a, a thing. You know what I mean? Like, oh, it's a. Uh... There's a ton of female guitar players, really great ones now. Yeah. Um, I had started, when I first started playing guitar, YouTube was kind of just getting going. And so I had started uploading my stuff onto YouTube when it was first kind of going. And it, my stuff would, you know, and I was, what, 17, 18. It was just playing along in my bedroom, but my stuff would get crazy views. YouTube's changed so much now, but I was, I think I was probably one of the early, the early people on there playing. And uh, that's kind of how I got my start was that. And now, you know, every, there's a million great female musicians on there. Like every time on social media, I discover somebody new that's great. I can't believe the amount of of, of metal bands that are out here right now. And then female front of bands just all female bands like there's it's like it's really good actually i was listening to um on spotify you know i'm trying to get into more new music and i turned on i think it's what is it called there's a station on spotify called i think heavy queens or something and i'm like god there's so many so many female fronted bands that i've that i haven't heard of so it's cool it makes it easy to discover a lot of people now yeah it is. It's, 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 it's really good. Yeah. Yeah. You need to get your album out. You need to you get the time to get the studio. You can record it. There's no excuses. Uh, exactly. I keep telling myself there is no excuses right now. I'm stuck at home. Can't go out on the road. We're both here. Everybody's stuck. So I'm like, okay, I got to get this going. There's, there's no excuses. There's no reason. This is a time. Yeah. Cause this is I, it. You, you also have the honor of uh, you, the first female to guitar made from Schechter or what is, I think I am, wrong. Um, I know Sean, I always get her last name wrong, Salt from White Zombie. Yep. yep. I think her first, the first base um, signature model, but I think I'm pretty sure I'm the first to have uh, the first guitar female. That's pretty cool. I think anyway, wrong. But I how'd that come so. about? How'd you get, how, like, how'd the endorsement come out? I mean, um, you know, as I was saying with YouTube stuff, you know, I was just on, before I moved out here in uh, 2012, moved out to LA and I didn't know anybody. And I just, uh, got a message from like the Schechter Facebook page or whatever. Um, one day I, I noticed that they used one of my pictures. I was probably 18 or something. And I was so crazy ecstatic beyond belief. Schechter shared my picture. I've been playing Schechter since I was 14. And so, and I've always played them. So um, I met them at NAMM. They told me to come by and, and meet them. And I, I knew nobody. I was at NAMM by myself. You know, I, I was 21 at the time. And so I just went there every day and I hung out with them and uh, got to know everybody that kind of works there. And they kind of took me in. 
and uh, they told me to come by the last day and the president Michael sent me home with two guitars he's like you choose which one you want and you know so he they kind of took me in they gave me a job you know I had finished my college internship at the time and no I was still interning and was finishing college and I was doing a million things and so they gave me my first job and helped me stay out in LA and they've been like wow. a fan since they're yeah they're amazing people I've actually yeah. never played it played played one of their guitars but I've been listening to you and I'm like man I gotta pick one up I gotta, I gotta you really have just made it look really good <laughs> oh, thank you yeah I've I've been in love with their stuff for forever so it's it was a dream come true to finally get when when they asked me you know, I think it's time to make a signature guitar. I was like, what? Are you me? Really? So it was a dream come true. Totally. I still have to pinch myself. What, what's the process for that? When they to do um, that? Well, before I had my signature model, um, I was with my old band before the morning and we were out on tour and supportive in this moment. Um, and I remember I got an email saying like, let's design you a guitar. Not a, not a signature model, but just let's, let's design you a guitar. It's like, sweet. Okay. So it's kind of like my signature model, but it's, it's green and it's got different pickups. And so they kind of, they already, they know what I love. Like I love the, the slim necks and everything. So that was kind of the precursor to my signature model, I guess. And I think it was kind of a one-off and people would always ask, where did, where can I get that guitar? I love, I love your guitar. So I think they saw that. And so they, you know, then they were like, all right, let's make you a signature model. We'll put it into production. So it was just a lot of, it was really hard for me to decide the color and the, <laughs> it, I was going back and forth. I'm like, I don't know what to do. Cause I wanted it to be, you know, something I love, but I also wanted it to be something that other people could love as well. Like, see a lot of right. guitar put something out and it's something that nobody would ever want to play right so yeah I already had a good idea I already had a a bass kind of guitar that I you know generally based everything off of but this is basically my I'm looking at my signature model right now I'm trying to think it's basically a hybrid of two of their can guitars. you hold up can you actually hold up oh yeah this is the new one for, for people that don't know I know what it looks like this is the what? newest one so that, huh? my last one was red and I was like, man, it's beautiful, but it doesn't really shine. Like it, the color in person was beautiful, but in photos, it didn't come across as well. So this one really photographs well. I love, yeah. hello. What, what is the inlay on that? What is that? Flowers? It is gold. It's gold. Well, oh, that's red. nice. Oh, I yeah, like that. Okay. And the colored inlays too, huh? Not just. Yeah. Or um, abalone, abalone, yeah. and mother of pearl on the skull. The oh, previous skull, it was way more out of control with these vines. <laughs> a lot of people would be like, I don't know where to put my fingers. So we simplified it for this one. And uh, it's got the carbon fiber binding and it's got glow in the dark inlays or um, the inlay dots. Oh, really? Uh huh. It's got the, uh, the Staniac system in it too. So, and it's a lot lighter. This one, I kind of, I told them, man, I'm, I kind of have small shoulders and this guitar is pretty big. So I told him, man, can we make it a little lighter this time? Because by the time we're done, I'm walking off stage like, like this. So yeah. What is, what is the, the body made out of? 
this, I believe this one is swamp ash. So this one's swamp ash. It's a, this one's a lot lighter than my previous one. So, uh, yeah. That's a nice looking guitar. And it sounds good. A little blingy, but I wanted it to be, wanted it to be a uh, pretty and, you know, girly, but, but not too girly because I'm kind of a tomboy. Well, I want to thank you for being on the show today, uh, Nikki. It's been, been a pleasure. Yeah, thank you so much. It's been a blast. And there goes.